Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about the best cities to be self-employed, or basically a freelance individual, and the importance of this podcast or this study that I actually got from CNBC was because I'm obviously very interested and focused on retirement plans and being self-employed or being a freelancer is such a valuable position to be in when it comes to retirement savings because of the power of the solo 401k, I thought this was going to be a really interesting topic to kind of see what this study looked at in terms of the best cities to be a freelancer or self-employed. And then I'm going to talk about why those cities matter when it comes to saving for retirement. So let's talk about this study. Um, it's from uh, October 19th, CNBC. Um, and there's currently about 57 million freelancers in the U.S., an increase of almost 4 million from 17. So more and more people are freelancing, independent. Um, and the nice thing is, obviously, Obama gave us health care. So if you're self-employed or a freelancer and you don't have employment through a large corporation, you still have a chance to get health care, which is great. And number two, the power and popularity and emergence of the solo 401k and SEP IRA is given freelancers the ability to also have their own mini retirement plan, which actually comes out to be even more robust than a retirement plan uh, if you work at a large corporation like Google. So this study was kind of interesting. Um, just to generalize, the best cities, what they looked at is they looked at obviously the cost of living. They looked at internet speed, uh, proximity to coffee shops, um, and also transportation. So in general, the worst cities were more in California, not because there's anything wrong with California. It's a beautiful state, but taxes are high and their cost of living is high. But on the cities that were, I guess, voted favorably in this study or looked at favorably, there's some interesting um, findings or results. So number one was Spokane, Washington, which I always felt was kind of expensive. Number two is Vancouver, Washington, also I thought kind of expensive. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I live in Miami, and that's kind of shocking because um, it's I don't see Fort Lauderdale as like this freelance hub. Uh, it's beautiful weather, low taxes, but the transportation is amazing. There are a bunch of coffee shops, uh, but kind of thought that was um, a surprise. Tempe, Arizona, I could see Scottsdale, Arizona, Orlando, okay, Las Vegas, yes, San Antonio. Hialeah, Florida. I, I live like 10 miles, 15 miles from Hialeah. That was a shocker to me because it's kind of off a highway, very, not too many uh, exciting coffee shops, transportation, not great. Although it was ruled and rated to have very good internet speed. And um, uh, the cost of living is relatively low. And then the 10th was Tampa. So a bunch of Floridas, Arizonas, and Washington, which was kind of surprising. But why does it matter to have a good city to be a freelancer? Why do we care? Should people change their life or change where they live because of taxes, internet speed, proximity to coffee shops, transportation? Yes and no. Obviously, you got to be happy. You got to be with your family. But from my standpoint, from a retirement saving standpoint, clearly the lower your cost of savings is, the more money you got at the end of the day, the more money you have to dump into your solo 401k pile of weight in an IRA or a solo or a SEP IRA. Why? Because you're taking advantage of the power of compounding returns, deferral. As Albert Einstein and Warren Buffett keep saying, the eighth wonder of the world. Having your money grow without tax 
is called compounding returns. And if you do just some simple math and compare it to a situation where the same returns but are then subject to an annual tax, you're going to see that deferral saving through retirement account is super, super efficient, tax advantageous, and the way to go. And I always say, if you don't trust me, trust Albert Einstein and Warren Buffett. They're a hell of a lot smarter than me, and they understand the power of compounding wealth. So that's why I'm, I always preach I'm such an advocate of saving through retirement accounts. Even if you're saving 500 bucks a year, 200 bucks a year, 1,000 bucks a year, do it in a Roth IRA. If you're self-employed, look at a SEP IRA or a 401k, a solo K, super easy to set up. You can have your own bank account. You can do traditional investments like mutual funds or ETFs, also alternative assets like real estate or even Bitcoin. And the best of all is it's your own little mini retirement plan. So you, you, ha you can have healthcare under Obama plan, you can have the protection of the social welfare system. You also have your own little private retirement plan, which is actually more powerful than a, a plan you would have at an Apple or a Google or a Intel. Why? Because the solo 401k gives you the same employee deferrals, the 19,000 or 25,000 if you're over 50 in 2019, as you would have if you worked at a big company like Google, but it also gives you the profit sharing component, which is 20 or 25% of the compensation up to a maximum of 56 or 62,000 if you're over 50 in 2019. Whereas if you worked at Apple or Google, the most you're gonna get is a four or five, maybe 7% match, okay? Not a 20 or 25% match. So having your own solo 401k is super powerful. It's also a loan feature, lets you borrow up to 50,000. And then again, you have the ability to save, power your retirement through the power of compounding return, and also invest in what you know and trust whether it's stocks, mutual funds, or even real estate. So that's why I thought this study was interesting. Um, if you are a super free agent and you can freelance and be wherever you want, then this list could be interesting. Um, and we'll post it on a blog that's, that will be uh, somewhat reach, uh, findable when, when you uh, watch or view this podcast. Um, and we'll go through some of, there'll be a link to the article so you can look at uh, some of these cities. Worth for freelancers, just in case you're interested. Lexington, Kentucky, uh, Palmdale, California, Port St. Lucie, Florida, Jackson, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Corona, California, Oceanside, California, Worcester, Mass, Santa Clara, California, Lincoln, Nebraska. So you get a lot of Californians uh, out, of, out of the 10, you have almost half from California. And then there's some surprises, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, kind of a, a shocker. Uh, but again, this study, it's not basically, you know, the end all be all. They looked at some very interesting features to rank them like internet and coffee, proximity to coffee shops. I think obviously taxes are important. Uh, quality of life is important. Security is important. Um, and also transportation if you're freelancing. So I'm not sure I'd look at coffee shops per se, but hey, a lot of people do work at coffee shops. Uh, but now there's all these uh, WeWorks and these different um, office sharing um, locations where you can get an office for relatively small amounts of money on a monthly basis and not have to deal with the coffee shops. Income taxes matter. Coffee shops uh, like Hialeah ranked the lowest in coffee shops, so it was a top 10 city. Uh, why? Because the income taxes are very low, high internet speed, and relatively low median rent. So again, 
uh, take it for what this is. I just thought it was interesting because uh, I think reducing your expenses as a freelancer or independent contractor is great. Obviously more money in your pocket, but if you have some extra dollars in your pocket, think about piling away into an IRA or a 401k to maximize your savings instead of savings just through a checking account, savings account, uh, whether you're buying uh, just treasuries or mutual funds or even annuities, think about doing that in a Roth IRA. Why you don't pay tax on your income and gains, you're gonna take advantage of the eighth wonder of the world, compounding returns, and that's how you're gonna maximize your savings to generate real, real retirement wealth. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful, insightful. Uh, thanks for listening, watching, and until next time.